Hey, this is Ryan Miller. I'm the lead pastor of Local City Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this talk encourages you, inspires you, and reminds you that there is always hope. That this is just the beginning of a conversation between you and Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. Enjoy the message. song. It's amazing to remember the silent night that Jesus stepped into this earth in the form of a baby. And to be able to take time to celebrate that moment, because it is, as we've been talking about at Local City, the greatest arrival in the history of mankind. The fact that Jesus stepped into humanity, stepped into this earth so that we could have a relationship with him and connect with him and know who he is, so that we could be back into relationship with our Heavenly Father and begin to realize that life actually has a lot of purpose in it, that there is a reason to why we're here and everything that we experience and everything that we feel. Come on, who could use a little bit? Let's talk about some things that Jesus says that he is. Who could use a little bit more peace right now in their life, right? Who could use a little bit more joy in their life, right? Now maybe you received some bad news, right? Well, we believe that Jesus has those things. He is the Prince of Peace and he is the one who brings us joy. How many know, let's just all agree, how many of you know how important hope is in our world currently, right? All right, it's the same people raising their hand just for the sake of participation. Everybody raise their hand like that because we know hope is important, right? It's that hope that you experience on Christmas morning when you see that gift under the tree you've been staring at for weeks and you just hope that it's what you wanted. Anybody ever have that moment where you asked for that specific thing and you saw it under the tree, maybe it was from your wife or when you were a kid or whenever it was, and you saw it under the tree and it had the shape of what you wanted. I remember this happened to me as a kid all the time, right? You were, it's that shape, it's the good weight. You'd get up and you'd shake it, you'd smell it. Oh, this seems like what I put on my list. And then you open it up and it's like not that at all, right? Like if you're under 10, you know that if anything is closed, you're not excited about that. Maybe that's changed since I was a kid, but I wanted a toy. I wanted something video game wise. I don't want not, I didn't want socks or clothes or anything. And when you open that box and you knew right away if it had the JC Penny logo on the top of the box, then you knew, oh no, this is not what I was hoping. See, when we lose hope, when we get disappointed, it can lead us to this moment of life where we don't feel like going on or we feel like that despair or life really does take the wind out of our sails. Well, Israel, God's people was in the same place. They had received a promise from the Lord, and for 400 years, God didn't say anything. How many of you guys have ever been in an uncomfortable silence before? Like, you can't handle silence, right? Like, when it's quiet, you just have to awkwardly like, hey, hi, how you doing, right? Or you just can't, you can't stand in an elevator quiet. Like, that's me. I can't stand in an elevator. I'm the annoying person that starts a conversation with the Uber driver. Like, I can't just sit in silence. I gotta say something, right? Well, for 400 years, God's people were in silence. For 400 years, nobody knew if God was gonna keep his promise. And in a way, no one expected, they had their idea of what the gift under the tree was gonna look like all wrapped up, how big and loud it was going to be. The Son of God is stepping into the world. But who would have thought it was gonna come in a humble manger? 
quietly, alone, with a very interesting group of people there in the, the nativity scene that day, that evening. When there was no room at the inn, they were pushed aside. Well, what I want to do is to tell you today how the Christmas story relates to all of us. And I would pray that you would never become familiar with this. That you would never become familiar with just putting the star on top of the tree or putting the nativity scene out at Christmas or just, yeah, I know, Jesus born in a manger, there were shepherds there, I get it. I pray that you would never become familiar with that, but tonight that it would have some freshness for you again some excitement that it is the greatest thing to celebrate ever. When God closed the distance from heaven to earth, when God stepped in our lives and showed us just how much, how far he was willing to go to love you and I. See, tonight the title of our conversation for a few minutes is simply called, The King Has Come. The King has come, and he came in a way where you are welcomed there. He came in a way where you have access to him and you can approach God. And you can step in and be part of the story tonight. You don't have to walk out this room the same way because it wasn't just the cries of a little baby. I got a three-month-old, I know what baby cries sound like. You saw him earlier, Teddy's little cry. They're like the cutest little thing. He does the big, like, pouty lip and he just goes, ah. Ah, it's kind of how he cries, which is kind of a blessing if you have like a shrieker maybe when you had a baby growing up. Uh, but the thing is, that's how God stepped into this earth as a little baby, but it didn't end there. 30 years later, he would stretch out his arms wide on a cross and say, this is how much I love you. This is how much your father loves you. And then he would walk out of that grave alive in three days. And I love what it says that this was the plan from the very beginning. In Matthew 1, chapter 21, it'll be up on the screen. It says this, and she will have a son and you are to name him Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. It wasn't some random thing that happened. It wasn't some emergency kit that God sent to earth. It was a plan from the very beginning that he would send what is most valuable to him, his one and only son, Jesus, to save us from our sins, to save us from the darkness of life, to save us from ourselves, and bring us into a place where we can experience the God of the universe again and know him as our God and know him as our savior, as our very close friend. See, tonight is not some religious checking of the box or religious exercise. It is all based around relationship. And the fact is that God wanted a relationship with you. He wasn't content sitting at a distance and not helping and not stepping in to remind his creation, his sons and daughters, that he has a place for them and that he wants to save them and be there for them. It is all about relationship and tonight, whether you've been to church a hundred times or if it's your first time in church in a long time, you can know God and experience him in a powerful and real way. Would you pray with me tonight as we open up our conversation together? Father, we're so thankful that we're all together here as a family. And God, we just pray tonight that we would open our hearts and truly lean in to the Christmas story. We would lean into the things that you have for us. And God, we would celebrate that hope is here, that the King has come. And God, remind us that Jesus has a name, and that name literally means that he will save and has saved his people from their sins, from the darkness of our life, and bring us into forgiveness and freedom and the light that is the true life that you've given us. We love you. We thank you, Jesus. So thankful for everybody here tonight. Help them experience and feel you in this room. 
Again, God, we can't say thank you enough. We love you. In Jesus' name, and come on, local city, give me a good amen as we step into our conversation today. I just wanna read to you why we're here. Read to you real quick the, the birth of Jesus and the celebration of his life and really detail out once again that the king has come. In Luke chapter two, here's what it says. At that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. And this was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for their census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly, love that the Bible uses the word snugly, in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, maybe tonight's a suddenly moment for you, an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of God's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news. Tonight is about good news. Church is about good news. God is about good news in your life. That will bring you what? Great joy. Turn to the person next to you, give him an elbow, tell him, hey, tonight's about great joy, just so you know. Tonight's about great joy. Not tomorrow when you open the gifts. Maybe you open them tonight. But, tonight, but tonight's about great joy. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly, again, in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God has pleased. And when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. I would invite you as I read this, last, this next verse as an invitation once again to step into what God may wanna do in your life. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger, and after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, because it was just as the angel had told them. Tonight, I don't want you to necessarily just believe what the guy on stage is saying. I want you to believe what's been written in this word for thousands of years. I hold a miracle in my hand of the testimony message of what God has for you and the life that he has for you. And it's written all in this story. The angels tell the shepherds, here's how you're gonna recognize it. He's gonna look exactly like this. For us, I want you to know tonight, God is not trying to hide from you. God is not trying to be confusing to you. He has said, hey, here's how you're gonna recognize it. Maybe you're gonna step into this place on a December 24th night at 5.30 and feel welcomed and feel celebrated and feel like you have a chance to know God. That's intentional. So you could recognize that God is not at a distance, but he's closer than you think. And the king has come in your life and he's invited you into his family. He's invited you to his table. He's invited you to have a relationship with him. I've heard it said this way before, you don't have to audition for God's love. I remember auditioning for, for plays in high school, if you can believe it. 
And uh, I, remember that, I remember that heart-wrenching moment where you'd walk up to the callback list and put your finger on the thing and run down. Nope, nope, nope. Hey, hey my name's not on here. Maybe they forgot. Clearly, they would put me on this, on this cast list. That disappointment of your name not being there, I want you to know you're not auditioning for God's love. All you have to do tonight is accept it. He's already put your name on the list. You just gotta go see it and say, oh, Jesus has come for me. I just gotta trust him and surrender him or rededicate my life to him again. I wanna recognize Jesus again because it is exactly as God has always said. The king has come and he's here. What I wanna give you tonight is a few words to remember this Christmas season tonight and tomorrow, and they all begin with W, which is nice and easy, and to remind you that Jesus has come and his name means that he wants to save you and help you, and all you gotta do is accept it and see it, maybe for the first time or maybe for a reminder this evening that God loves you and there is a God and there is always hope because hope has a name and that name is Jesus. I love that Luke highlights the shepherds and speaks a lot about them because it was in the middle of the night that suddenly this vast host of angels appeared to let them know, hey, something big is happening and you don't wanna miss out. I hate missing out on fun stuff. I hate missing out, right? We all have, that's one of the worst things I feel like Instagram has done to us because we'll see our friends out to dinner or out to a movie. I still have the same number. Why didn't they text me? No missed calls, no missed DMs, what's going on? I'm just sitting at home, right? Well, the angels, I believe, were shouting to the shepherds, hey, you've been waiting for this moment for your whole life because their job, spiritually or sacrificially, was to prepare the lambs for the temple sacrifice every year. That would be the symbolic sacrifice for people being forgiven of their sins. And they're like, hey, you've been preparing for this moment, the symbol of this moment forever, but now the moment's actually happening and you're invited, you can't miss it. I want you to know today, God's been preparing you, he's been speaking to you, he has not forgotten about you, and he doesn't want you to miss the moment for once again, you can celebrate that hope is here and that your king has come. Here's the first word for you tonight. It's that you are welcome in the presence of the king. The presence matters when I need help. Because the whole idea of tonight is that what is the gift? I love presence, I already talked about it. But to backtrack again, the whole idea of tonight is that the presence, or the present, is his presence. I had my wife wrap this gift for me because I would never do a good a job as this. I'm a bag and tissue paper guy uh, because that's all that looks good that I do. Like Adrian was a little mad at me because I did all my gift wrapping this morning and she's like, you put all your bags around my nice looking gifts. I'm like, I mean, I'm, that's all I can do. Would you rather me wrap it? Because I promised you it would look worse. I'm just like, a, I never cut the right amount. I always mess up the corners, so I eventually just, you know, resort to twisting it like this on the end. And I just say, hey, the value's not in the wrapping, man. I mean, I'm ripping this off to see what's inside. That's a message for maybe Christmas next year. But tonight, the message is about the present. And I want you to know that there is a beautifully wrapped present under your tree. As I said before, man, nothing was more exciting than seeing, growing up, seeing new presents under the tree. It's exciting. Especially when you went up and they had your name on them. When they had my sister's name on them, eh, I'll wait till tomorrow. But my name, woo, let's shake it up, let's see what's in there. Because you realize there's presents for me under the tree. This is my home. This is my family. 
And say, I don't know how you grew up, but I want you to know that your heavenly family, your heavenly father has wrapped something under the tree for you. And it's beautifully wrapped and it's got your name on it. And it says to you from God, from Jesus. And he wants you to open it up. It's got the nice tag, this cute little Santa tag. Whatever you want, it could, might not be Santa, it might be something else. But it's got your name on it. I want you to know that you're welcomed here. Because the present is God's presence in your life, the accessible and approachable presence of God. So I would pray that you would write that down in your heart tonight or jot it down in a note in your phone. That the fact that you are welcomed in the presence of God will help you in your life. Throw that word up on the screen for me just one more time. So we can, I just really want you guys to understand that you're welcomed in the presence of God. And the presence matters when I need help. See, when I get stressed out in my life or when I need help, I know that I'm welcomed in the presence of my king. And I don't have to perform, I don't have to audition. I'm welcomed there and I just step in. But I don't just step in and hang there. There has to be an action step. You know, the second group of people that came a few years later to Jesus was the wise men. And they realized that star in the sky was their present, excuse me, announcing that the presence of the King Jesus, the new King, the Son of God, is here. And scripture tells us that when they showed up, to Jesus' house, they immediately went in, they bowed down, they gave him gifts, and the second W is they worshiped him. Because worship signifies that presence matters when I'm afraid. Come on, let's be honest, local city, as we begin to finish up here, who's ever been afraid? Come on, I know you were afraid as a kid. Come on, you had the nightlight, I did. But as we grow older, we get afraid of different things. We get afraid of Acceptance. We get afraid of anxiety. We get afraid of failure. We get afraid of maybe what God has for us because that means we're gonna have to surrender some things that are gonna be hard to let go of. And we're afraid. But the Bible tells us that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, meaning that we can be strong, one of love, meaning that we have a relationship on our side with the King of Kings, and a sound mind, meaning that we can actually choose spiritually things in our life. If you don't get anything else from tonight, get this, especially during the Christmas season. Life is not governed by your feelings. Life is governed by your choices. Choices lead and feelings follow. What I would encourage you to realize tonight, just like the shepherds did, just like the wise men did, is that that present is under the tree for you. And you can choose to be welcomed and step into that invitation. And even when you don't feel like it, even when it gets difficult, you can choose to worship. Even when you're afraid. Here's why. Because we have been promised in John 14, verse 16 through 17, this verse right here. And I will, this is Jesus speaking. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads you into all the truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now. And later, he will be in you. See, we're on the other side of Jesus stepping out of that grave alive. And so the king has come not only as a baby, but he has given his life for you and he has conquered sin and death and the grave. And he's your advocate. What does that mean? An advocate fights for you. You may say to me, Ryan, I feel like no one's in my corner. Wrong, Jesus is in your corner. You just forgot or you never knew it. And you can recognize that and receive that tonight, that he's your, in your corner. And that when you're afraid, you can worship him. 
You know what a posture of worship is? Just letting go of everything else, throwing up your hands, falling on your knees and realizing, man, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this on my own. And I would encourage you to step into worshiping him again, to not give in to fear, but realize that your fear has to bow at the name of Jesus. That your fear has to bow at the fact that this son of God conquered the grave for you and stepped down from heaven onto this earth for us. The whole idea of tonight was not just that the king has come, but to behold. What does that word mean, be? It means be in the moment, forget about everything else, and hold on to what's happening. Hold on to what's happening in front of you. That the son of God is here. That the king has come. That you're welcomed there and you don't have to sit on the sidelines, but you can step in and worship. And the third thing to hold on to is the last W, which is that I'm welcomed, I can worship, and no matter what, forever, Jesus is with me. We sang earlier, Emmanuel, God with us, and this is the presence when I need assurance that the King has come. Man, I've walked through some crazy things in my life. I'm probably gonna walk through some more. As every other parent probably had to, we had to deal with a little RSV bout with Teddy, going to the ER. It's scary in those moments. But I don't give into that fear in those moments. Why? Because even though all the problems may not be resolved like that, I know that even in the moments where I don't feel like I'm enough because I'm not, I know that God is with me. So I would invite you tonight to remember that you're welcome, to remember you can worship, and remember God is with you. And to simply take a deep breath and behold, because your King has come. Thank you so much for joining us on the Local City Podcast. I want to encourage you to take the message you just heard and allow it to go deeply into your heart. Let Jesus do the deep work that only he can do. A special thank you to everyone who gives to Local City Church. Your generosity makes this podcast possible and creates life change for so many people. You can be a part of spreading this message by going to localcity.church. You can also subscribe, rate, and share this message with your family and friends. Thanks again for listening. God bless you. Have a great day.